Welcome to Embrace It All with Certified Life Coach Angela Adams. Although living with anxiety can be a challenge, did you know that you can really enjoy your life and thrive despite dealing with anxiety? Come with me and let me show you how you can love and embrace all of it. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back and welcome to episode 59. 59, I can't believe it. Oh my goodness, where is the year gone? It's been quite a week. It's been quite a busy and emotional week. And the other night, my husband and I were standing outside. It had rained and it was a little cool and it felt really good. And as we were standing outside in the dark, he looked over at me and he said, Ange, can we just push the pause button? Don't you ever feel like that? Wouldn't it be nice if there was such a button that we could just push and the world would stop and we could actually just catch our breath? I do. (laughs) Oh, how I do. And, you know, I I don't have a magic button per se, but I do have a 12-week program that's designed to help you put a pause on your anxiety so that you can catch your breath and you can start enjoying your life again. And I think you should really check it out. It's on my website, and I will actually even put a link to the page that will give you that information here in the show notes. Or better yet, if you want to jump on a call with me, get on my calendar, and let's talk about it. Um, And I'll give you all the details. You know, in this fast-paced world, honestly, being able to stop and pause, I think, is the best thing you can do for yourself. All right, so last weekend, my really good friend and fellow life coach, April Price, and I were able to conduct a presentation to a group of teenagers, um, 16, 16, 17, and 18-year-olds, on the importance of becoming emotionally resilient. And this is a topic that we both feel so passionate about. We both feel so strongly that Understanding and managing our emotions is really the foundation for everything, everything in our life. And if you think about it, every stage you go through, everything you do in your life always, always, always involves an emotion. And when we can learn to understand them and how to manage them, we will be able to handle anything. And so, This was really an exciting presentation. And as I was thinking about this presentation, I thought, you know what? I really want to present some of the things that we, we gave to these, to these kids, um, to you. We came to earth, to this earth, not to feel good all the time, right? We came to earth to get good at feeling. Our earth life experience was designed for us to feel the full spectrums of emotions. I mean, if you really think about it, how can we understand true happiness or joy if we've never experienced sorrow or grief, right? How can we enjoy the feeling of accomplishment if we've never felt some disappointment or failure? How can we feel courage if there isn't a little bit of fear, right? This is all part of God's plan for us. 
He has made it possible for us to actually experience opposition in all things. This was his plan so that we could really, truly achieve our divine potential. We have to experience. He knew that we had to experience all of it. Now, I firmly believe that feeling emotion is a divine attribute of Christ. Now, while he lived on this earth, he experienced a myriad of emotions. He experienced all of them, didn't he? Right? And he showed us how to experience them. For instance, I was thinking about all through his life and what we have recorded. And I thought about that time where he fed the 5,000. Here, all these people came to him and they wanted to listen to him, but they were hungry. And so he had such great love and such compassion then that he was able to feed them, right? Or when he felt disappointment, when his disciples were on the ship, the storm was raging and they just lacked the faith in him while he slept below. He knew that they would be okay, but they lacked the faith, and he was a little disappointed in that. He felt anger when he went into the temple, and he saw what was happening in the temple. He felt great sadness when he learned that his friend Lazarus had died. And all the people who came to him for relief and help He felt such compassion and such love for them, right? In a society where they they deemed all these people who came to him as hopeless causes. And one of my favorites is when he gathered the children around him. Here he was tired. He was so tired. And yet he felt such great joy when those children were gathered around him. And then I was thinking about the sorrow he must have felt when his own people, his own people rejected him and even one of his dearest friends and disciples at the very end rejected him. And then I was thinking about as he walked to Gethsemane, what tremendous heaviness at the load he was carrying about to carry. He felt them all. He felt everything. He didn't resist them. He didn't avoid them or run away from them, but he allowed himself to feel them, even the painful and uncomfortable ones. And so often we as human beings We want to run away from them, right? We want to fight against these emotions. We don't want to feel them. We are afraid to feel them. Believe me, I totally get it. It's like we think that if we allow and feel these feelings, they will actually become more intense. And we don't want that. We don't, right? But trust me when I tell you that when you allow for and you feel all your feelings, especially those uncomfortable ones, those feelings will actually have the opposite effect. Feeling our emotions is not the same, not the same as yielding to our emotions. Yielding to our emotion is 
is called emotional reasoning. And this is when we believe that our emotions are really evidence of truth. When we, when things feel negative, then we assume that they really are. For instance, I feel totally inadequate, therefore I must be a worthless person. That is yielding to that emotion. That's believing that that emotion is evidence of truth. And that's not what allowing emotion and feeling the emotions that we have is. Okay, so just last week, I was feeling quite a bit of stress and frustration, and I couldn't pinpoint exactly why, but I knew, I knew I did not want to feel this stress. I didn't want to feel this frustration. So what did I do? (laughs) I was a human. I ran away from it. I found every distraction that I could to try to ignore it. I was hoping that it would just go away. But guess what? It didn't. It didn't. And it only got worse. And it just kept building and building. And it took me a few days, unfortunately, before I realized that what I needed to do was to just sit with it, to just allow it, to just feel it so that I could really understand exactly what was happening in my brain. Here I was. I know this, right? And yet here I was having another experience with my human brain. Ah! (laughs) But when I finally realized what I was doing, I did. I stopped and I acknowledged that I was feeling stress. I was feeling that frustration and, and I decided to sit with it and I decided to allow myself to really feel it. And you know what happened? When I did this, all of a sudden it became clear as to why I was feeling stress. And it was, I was able to really notice that the story in my brain was telling me something and I was able to question it. I was able to see what was true and what wasn't true. And while I was allowing myself to feel this, all that tightening, all that tenseness in my body completely left me. Now, one thing, one thing I want to help you understand in this episode is that your negative emotions, those uncomfortable emotions are not a problem or they're not an indication that you're doing anything wrong. You're simply a human being with a human brain having a human experience. Don't listen to your brain when it tries to convince you otherwise. Remember You are a spirit being in a human body. You were given the power to act and not to be acted upon, not to let those emotions control you. You have the ability to direct both your body and your brain, meaning that you have agency. You're the one that can choose the thoughts that you think and the emotions you want to feel. And your spirit is so much more powerful than your brain. Now, remember, emotions are just information. Information created through the lens in which our brains interprets the experiences you have. That's all it is. How your brain interprets those experiences really determines how you're going to feel. And you get to decide. You get to make that choice. You get to decide for yourself how you want to feel. 
We came to earth for the sole purpose to live and to grow and to have experiences that will help us become the person God knows we can become. Feeling joy and sorrow, loneliness, comfort, despair and hope, love and loss, worry and peace, they're all part of it. They are all the balance of emotions that will get us to that potential, to that person that God knows that we can become. And it's perfect. It's perfectly natural as human beings to want to feel good, right? And to want to avoid feeling bad. But remember, we weren't sent to this earth to feel good all the time. We were sent to earth to get good at feeling. And there will be times when you will want to choose to even feel discomfort. Really, there will be. Think about it. Think about when someone you love passes away or is going through a really hard time or when a relationship ends, right? You'll most likely feel a little sorrow. You're going to feel some grief. You're going to feel some sadness for a while. And that is perfectly okay. And you're going to choose. Or when you didn't reach that goal (laughs) or you missed an opportunity, you might feel a little bit of disappointment. And that is okay. You can choose to feel that. I was working on a goal recently in my business, and I was pretty excited about this. When I set this goal, I was so excited and I was so determined to achieve it. But as I started working towards that goal, oh my goodness, I had so many other not so pleasant emotions come up, right? I wasn't progressing as quickly as I had hoped I would be. And believe me, there was a lot of disappointment. And some of the things I tried to do failed, and I had to figure out how to do them another way. And I I experienced all this fear because I chose to do something that I, I had never done before. And even though the thought of achieving the goal was exciting, I didn't always feel that excitement. But I consciously chose the emotions that I wanted to feel, especially when it came to to achieving that goal. To consciously choose our emotions, especially when it comes to making any type of change or working on a goal or something, we will really want to ask ourselves these questions. Number one, what is it that I ultimately want to feel? Number two, what do I need to think to feel this way? Remember, our emotions are always caused by what we're thinking. Number three, what am I willing to feel to achieve this? What are some of those uncomfortable emotions that I am willing to feel in order to achieve or make this change? And what do I need to think in order to allow for those uncomfortable feelings? Ultimately, you will want to choose the emotions that will help you make the changes that you want in your life, right? While consciously allowing for some of those negative emotions and allowing them and feeling them. Now, we, again, were never meant to feel good all the time. This is not the reason we're here. We're here to become good at feeling the full spectrum of emotions. Because everything we do 
involves those emotions. And I know that may seem scary and I get it, but if you will help, let me help you. If you will let me help you, I will help you understand how to really allow for those feelings, how to really process through those feelings. And I promise you, it is not a scary experience. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you today. I love you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. The link to check out my 12-week program, Put a Pause on Your Anxiety, is in the show notes below. Don't forget to check it out. All right, have a great week, and I will talk to you soon. Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com. I would love to be your coach.